Hello, Kindelech. As Pesach is approaching, we have the yurt site of the Tzemach Tzedek on Yud Gimel Nisan, two days before Pesach. The Istalkus of the Tzemach Tzedek took place, and the Rebbe Marash, his son, became the next Rebbe in Lubavitch. So I'll tell two beautiful stories of the Tzemach Tzedek, and both stories are told by the previous Rebbe. Pivis Rebbe told the story that he heard from his father, the Rebbe Rashab, who heard it from his father, the Rebbe Marash. That once there was a chassid who came to the Tzemach Tzedek, and the Rebbe Marash didn't know who he was. The Tzemach Tzedek, for some reason, showed this chassid a lot of love. And he spoke to him, he invited him, he showed him a very, very loving treatment. He was very nice to him, in an unusual way. And the Rebbe Marash was very surprised because he didn't know who this person was. Usually the Rebbe Tzemach would be close and nice to uh, show a very special closeness to, to a special chassid, a great chassid, a great rov. But this guy, he didn't know who he was. Why is the Tzemach Tzedek showing such special, special, special nice treatment and he's so nice to him? So he went, the Rebbe Marash wanted to find out the truth. So he went to the Tzemach Tzedek secretary, the Gabai. Now the Gabai, he knew almost everybody. Everybody who came to Lubavitch, he knew them. How did he know them? Because he was in charge of allowing people to go into Yechidus with the Tzemach Tzedek. If you went to Yechidus Tzemach Tzedek, you have to go through the Gabai. You have to register with him, go to him and say, I want to go to Yechidus. He would tell you when you can go in, what night, at what time. He had to give you a name, and, and he asked you where you're from, and he would, uh, you know, make sure that you can get into Yechidus. So the Reb Marash went to the Gabbai of the Tzemach Tzedek and asked him, do you know who this Chassid is? And the Gabbai said, no, I don't, because he never went into Yechidus. He's just coming to the Tzemach Tzedek, but he didn't go into Yechidus, so I don't know who he is. So the Rebbe Marash went to the shul and asked people around, hey, do you know this chassid? Till people told him, yeah, some people knew him, and they said, hey, he's just a regular guy. He's actually a very, very simple, average guy, nothing special. I'm not sure why you want to know who he is. There's nothing special about him. He's just a regular guy, a very simple person. So the Rebbe Marash heard this, so he was really, really curious now. A simple person, but his father, the Tzemach Tzedek, is showing such great affection for him. So it's, um, there must be something unique about him, special about him. So he went over to this Jew, this Chassid, and gave him a Shalom Aleichem. He said, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? And this Chassid responded, so he asked, where are you from? He said, Rebbe Marash asked this Chassid, where are you from? He says, I am from the city of Parich. Parich was the famous Chassid and Tzadik, Reb Hillel Paricher, Reb Hillel of Parich. And the Chassid said to the Reb Marash, I am actually a student of Reb Hillel Paricher. I learned by him. You know, like many other people used to be his Talmidim, used to learn by Reb Hillel Paricher, I also learned by him. And the Reb Marash spoke a little bit to him. He didn't see anything unusual about this Chassid. It seems to be like a very simple, average person didn't show anything special that he knows how to learn a lot of Torah and he's a big chassid. Nah, 
know, just like simple guy, like, you know, nothing special. So now the Reb Marash was really, really curious. So he went to his father, the Tzemach Tzedek, and he asked him, Tate, why are you so specially uh, nice to this person? What is it about him that you see that's so special? And the Tzemach Tzedek said the following thing. This Chassid has a lot of problems in life. Very serious problems. I've never seen a person with so many problems. Health, his family with sickness and Parnassi, he has no money. He's, he suffers from so many things. I've hardly seen a person that suffers so much as he does. Nevertheless, he's always happy. And he accepts everything Hashem gives him, even the most difficult things in life, most painful things in life, he accepts with joy. He says, this is Hashem, what Hashem wants, I accept it. And there's strong emunah in Hashem that whatever Hashem does for him is for the good, and he's not complaining, he's never complaining. He's always very calm and very happy, very nice to other people, even though he himself is going through a terrible, terrible time. It's a lot of tzoros, a lot of problems. And the Tzema Tzedek said, you should know, he's a big Talmud Chacham, big Lamdan. He's also, uh, he understands a lot of Chassidus. He understands Chassidus really well. But he doesn't show it. Nobody sees it. And everybody sort of looks down at him. It's like this, oh, this Shlemiel, you know, this simple guy who's just, not very special, not very unique. Nobody pays attention to him. They treat him like um, the simplest people of the community. But really, he's a very special person. And the Tzemesek said like this, this Chassi deserves that good things should happen to him. All the problems he has should go away and have great things happen to him, good things happen to him. That's what he deserves. This Chassid left Lubavitch after Shabbos, after Yontiv, and he hadn't been seen for three years. He hadn't come back to Lubavitch for three years. After three years, uh, he comes back to Lubavitch. And when he arrives in Lubavitch, he's arriving in Lubavitch not alone, but with ten people. Ten people around him all coming together to Lubavitch from Parich. Who are these ten people? There's a ten Chassidim. He paid for them to be able to come to the Tzemach Tzedek to Lubavitch. He paid their trip. He decided he's going to pay for their trip. That means that this Chassid, who was very poor and suffering a lot, had a lot of problems, he became very rich in the last three years, and all his problems went away. And the Rebbe Marash saw that the promise of the Tzemach Tzedek, the Brocha, actually was fulfilled. This chassid became a wealthy man and, and everything turned out the opposite, very good for him. And he was able to pay for 10 more chassidims to come to Lubavitch. So then the Rebbe Marash asked his father, the Tzemach Tzedek, I don't understand. Nobody was able to see anything special in this man. He just like, uh, you know, he acted like very normal, like a simple person. And he, he's not trying to hide anything. He just is... He had nothing to show. He was just a chassid deep inside, and he was a big tamtachav deep inside, but he had no reason to show anything. It's not like he was an anav trying to hide. 
He wasn't trying to hide. He wasn't a tzaddik nister. He was just being himself, but didn't have any reason to show what he knows and what he's capable. Nobody knew about him. Nobody knew how great he is, how special he is. So he asked him, but how could you see this in him? Nobody was able to see this. So the told him, told the Rebbe Marash, my grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, gave me the glasses of the Baal Shem Tov. He didn't mean the physical glasses, you know, the eyeglasses the Baal Shem Tov wears on his, on, on his nose. He, he meant the spiritual glasses. You know, the Baal Shem Tov could see things. He could see things that happened in the other side of the world, right? He was able to see what happens from one end of the world to the other. He could see also into the future. He was able to see what's going to happen. He was able to see into the past. Right? The Baal Shem Tov once wrote a letter to his brother-in-law, Gershon Kitever. His brother-in-law, Gershon Kitever, lived in Eretz Yisrael already. He moved to Eretz Yisrael. He wrote him a letter, and the letter is printed. We have the letter. He writes to him that you, my brother, my dear brother-in-law, Reb Gershon, you were on a Bezdin. You were part of a Bezdin. And you paskent in a Din Torah. There were two people having a fight about some money. And a Bezdin decides who should get the money, right? According to Halacha, according to the Torah, who should get the money. And the Balshantar said that you paskent the wrong way. Not the way the, the correct Halacha is. And as a result, Ben Hashemayim was decided that you will not live more than a year. This year you're going to pass away. And you better do tshuva, give back the money to the right person, so maybe that will reverse this decree in Shemaim against you. Now when the Vashanda wrote the letter, it took three weeks to get to Eretz Yisrael from, from, from Ukraine, where the Vashanda lived. At the time when the Vashanda sent the letter, the best in the Din Torah did not happen yet. By the time the letter arrived in Eretz Yisrael to Reb Gersh and Kitever, it was already after the best didn't happen. But when the Balshanta sent it out three weeks earlier, it was before that happened. So how could the Balshanta send a letter at a time when that whole thing didn't even happen yet? But the Balshanta was able to see things the way they are much later. And I did they are after they already happened. Even though when he is seeing it, it it's before it happened. He was able to see into the future. So the Balshem, the Tzemach Selik said to the Rebbe Marash, my grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, gave me the glasses, right? The eyeglasses. That means the spiritual eyeglasses of the Baal Shem Tov. And whenever I want to see something, I'm able to see it. And that was an answer to the question, how could he see what's inside this chassid, that nobody was able to see the special thing about this chassid and that someone was able to see it.